Welcome back, Heming Brainiacs. Just a quick one today to finish off and to wrap up far away and long ago. We will uh, have a day in between here. We'll start the poems tomorrow. We'll go straight back into our poems. So get ready to uh, to take off from there. But we'll have a day without a reading, I think. We'll just have a reflect today. You know, I'm keen to take a, a day's breather. Um... So, long ago and far away. Pretty short book. 24 pretty short chapters. And um, a good book. Definitely in my in my top... I don't know. Um, well, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's floating towards the top of the Hemingway list for me. I'd say top three, but I really can't remember what the other books are. <laughs> War and Peace would be in the top three for sure. Um, what else was good? Some others. (laughs) Oh, my mind's gone blank. Anyway, Hudson insists that he feels more than most and that he appreciates natural beauty more than others. But do you think he does? He seemed to sort of state that as if it was a kind of a medical fact about him, like because of his unique condition, the sufferings that he had or or whatever, whatever it is, Um, maybe some kind of autism or something. That's what it felt like to me because of the kind of obsession with birds. It's one thing to really, really love nature, but it kind of went a little bit beyond that where it became obsessive. But maybe, you know, that's also can be pretty normal for young folk to really latch on to one thing and become obsessed, so who knows? Swim says to Mama Fishy says no. He doesn't feel or appreciate natural beauty more than others. Nature writing is a well-established genre and the author shows us their love. However, the last paragraphs are eloquently written and fitting a fitting end excuse me, a fitting end to this memoir. The last paragraphs, the last couple of chapters, really, um, you know, in a way I was right about it becoming a bit of a downhill, uh, you know, the dark days. I, I had this sense that he was reflecting on his childhood as if they were the best days, and once he was going to fill us in on the rest of what happened after that, during the last few chapters, that it would not be so bright, but... Actually, I was kind of wrong. In some ways, I was right, you know, like his mother dying and and things like that. But um, I don't know. It's like his brother came back and he was a very educated fellow and he knew about Darwin and it was just a good influence on him as an older brother, I think. Um, And I really liked that. And I don't know. You know what I want to know? I'm going to look this up. How long did he live for? Because part of his sadness was not thinking he was going to live a long life. Um, And that was what made him feel things maybe so much in his early life. Um, So I've just Googled him. And he actually had a pretty good innings. He was born in 1841 in Argentina. He died in London in 1922. 
So what did he make? 81 years. That's a decent life. So, makes me feel like, I don't know, he probably had a pretty good life. He got those years that he wanted to appreciate nature. And I hope that he did get to appreciate nature in those years. So yeah, very cool. Alaska pictures. All right, here we go. Swim says the mama fishy has given us some pictures of Alaska. Eleven of them. Brilliant. Here we go. I'm just going to open them up. Now I know this is not very interesting podcasting, but I'm having a look. Oh, okay. So, person standing in front of a lake. I'm going to guess that you swim. I could be wrong. It could be anyone. <laughs> oh, actually, the caption says me. Well, there you are. Aren't you lovely? Standing in front of some kind of a great lake. It's nice to see your face. Another glacier. Yeah, wow, they're huge. Glaciers are quite big. Seals, Prince William Sound. Glen Allen Highway towards Anchorage. Those mountains are incredible. God, they're huge. Whoa, they're monstrous mountains. It's like looking at a mountain range, but then in the... um like a huge mountain range, and then behind the mountain range, looming above it, is this, like, majestic, humongous mountain range, which just completely dwarves the one in front of it. It's amazing. Glaciers, glaciers, Alaskan ranges, beautiful scenery. Looks like, um, oh yeah, you'd have autumn over there, wouldn't you, yeah. Very nice. Autumnal colours, some pines, some Alaskan huskies, looking very cool, sled dogs. Wow. Alright, well, that is very envious. I, by the looks of it, I feel like you've had a fantastic adventure. So good on you. Davy Bones says, I think he appreciates nature more than the average person and more than I do anyway. Overall, I also really enjoyed the book. There was no overarching plot or themes. It was a series of vignettes. But what interesting vignettes. Jack the Killer, brothers playing with knives, beggars on horseback, a two-faced teacher, thoughts on religion, an early take on Darwin's theory of natural selection, snakes, and so many birds. That about sums it up, doesn't it? You know, maybe the first time in a long time, and probably the first time during the Hemingway list, where uh, an author has subjected me to their religious musings, where I didn't completely hate it. I actually enjoyed it in this case. Um, I don't know why. I don't know how he did that. You know, I'm not someone who just immediately dislike something on sort of principle alone. I just don't like the way they go about it often cases in these books. Um, And that's kind of proof positive, you know. He had some religious musings and the way he did it I thought was really beautiful, well done, uh, and and enjoyable. Um, Okay. We'll wrap up that book. We have a book and a half to go on this list, fellas, ladies and gentlemen. Um, We'll go back into our poetry. We'll blast through that poetry. And 
What's our last book? I'm just trying to have a little look at Hail and Farewell. That's right, Hail and Farewell. It seems fitting just to end on a book called Hail and Farewell. All right, folks, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for hanging out for another book. I'll see you in the poetry if you're if you're up for it. Understandable if you're not. The poetry is pretty dry, but hey, Hemingway prescribed this book to us, so I feel like we need to do it. All right, folks, catch you tomorrow.